0: Welcome to Fitness in the Word with Benjamin Cassanji. So, first Romans 10, verse 17. Romans 10:17. will read for us Romans 10:17. This is a scripture. Definitely we've read every every service as long as I've been talking about faith. Because there is no way you will talk about faith and not talk about this scripture. Yeah, so you can read
1: for us. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yes, yeah, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of
0: God. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I've explained this before: that there is a hearing that comes from the word of God. Now, this hearing is the Rhema that we are talking about. That as you take the word of God, as you take the logos, as you take, as you take the word of God. Rema comes. Now, it is rema that makes you, or that you seeing things, you seeing in the spirit realm, you seeing things as God says them to be. That is rema. And that is the hearing that comes to you. Your eyes are open. It is possible for you to quote every day, by his stripes I was healed, by his stripes I was healed. Yet it is never a reality to you. But rema means it becomes a reality to you. It becomes real. And if that becomes real, sickness can't stay in your body. It cannot. That is the real spark of faith. So I want to help us to go from it just being logos, to go from being the word we read, the word we we we, we, we memorize, we quote, going from that to being revelation so that we can see impact in our lives. Uh, somebody say that you are, if you want to know how religious you are, it is by knowing how many scriptures you know that are not at work in your life. If you, if, if, if you know all the scriptures about healing, but your life is full of sickness. If you know all the scriptures about prosperity, but your life is full of luck. If you know all the scriptures about peace, but you're ever in anxiety, then there is religion somewhere. The word has not has not become revelation to you it is the same thing we were talking about in the last teaching when i was telling us how the word did not the word did not have impact the word did not benefit the children of israel when they were in the wilderness because it was not mixed with faith they had the word but they didn't have rhema so there has no faith to it and so they they, they knew it They they were told to put it on their foreheads, put it on their doorposts. They had it everywhere. They would memorize it, yet it did not have impact in their lives. It did not benefit them because it was not mixed with faith. It never became rema to them. Yeah, we'll read read John chapter 5, verse 39. This is Jesus that was speaking to the Pharisees. You know, Pharisees were the... Today, they would be the... um, reverends, the archbishops. There they would be the scholars, reverends who have studied theology. There would be those people who are knowledgeable. In case you wanted to find out about Hebrew and Greek in Scripture, they would be the ones you go to. But this is what Jesus says
1: to them. Eli, you can read for us. Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Verse 40. Let's go to 40. And ye will not come to me, that ye may have life. He's telling them, you search scriptures. You see, he's not saying, you go search scriptures.
0: See, many times that's what people think that this scripture means. It doesn't mean go search the scriptures. He's telling them, you search them. Because you think that when you go to them, you will get life. But you do not come to me. These very scriptures speak about me. I use the analogy of a signpost. You can't go to a signpost and feel like you've arrived. If you're going to Hilton, then you get a signpost pointing where Hilton is, Hilton Hotel. You don't stay at the signpost and say, I've arrived. See, telling them, you go and stay at the signpost and don't come to me. You go and search scriptures. They tell you the Messiah is coming and I'm here, I've come. And you want to use the very scriptures to kill me. They missed him reading scripture. So it is possible for you to have the written word of God. It is possible for you to read it. It is possible for you to know it off head and yet not see its power in your life. It is very possible. There is somebody in our home area, a man that I know, who did, uh, he has a master's degree in theology. He did it somewhere in the UK. I don't know which university. He's a Muslim. Because Power is not just there. Logos is important. But power comes from Rema, from Revelation. And that is why Jesus was with the disciples. When we read the letters, when we read the Gospels, many of these were written after Jesus had resurrected. They were not written in real time. Many times when you're reading and and we see they went to Bethlehem, they did this, We, we normally think that he was writing them. No. He wrote them in. He he. They were written in retrospect. He had like John had seen things, so when he's writing them, he's writing them with an un- understanding. Now, that is why he writes and says, "I think it's John either hey, John seven. I'm not so sure. But when he's saying that, he that he that he that drinks of me, rivers of living water shall flow out of his bellies." Then John says, "This he spoke." Signifying the Holy Spirit Who would be poured out By that time when he was speaking such things They didn't understand what he meant But now John is writing Because John had received the Holy Spirit John had got an understanding Of what Jesus had meant When he said this Now if the disciples That were with Jesus Had many things that they did not understand Till he told them I have many things to tell you But you will not understand them But wait for the Holy Spirit says he will be a teacher to you he'll he'll bring remembrance all things that i have said and their eyes were opened we see that after the holy spirit came upon them there are things that they knew that jesus had been talking about but they didn't know even his death it never occurred to them as a revelation they always had how he will do the sign of jonah how destroy this temple and i will rebuild it that's something else john says that he spoke, he was speaking, signifying the kind of the death, he would die. But at that time, it didn't make sense. And you see, he's dead, and he meets these disciples on the way to Emmaus, and they don't know, they don't even believe that he's going to resurrect something he's been emphasizing for the last three and a half years with them. Why? Because it could only come by rema. It could only come by revelation, not just by, by logos. And we are going to see how the Holy Spirit helps us to get this word, for this word to become a reality to us. The Pharisees killed Jesus. They killed Jesus using scripture. Many atrocities have been done today and centuries before using the Bible. And that is why you find that many Gnostics, atheists, they really, they shun the Bible, they rubbish it, they talk wrong about it, and their claims are so strong. Their claims seem to be so factual because they will tell you so-and-so Hitler killed Christ, killed people in the name of the Bible. So and so, they will quote many people. And it's true. We may find that more people have been killed in the name of the Bible than the jihadists, all the people in the Quran have killed. Actually, if you, if you study, you'll see that even the history of how Islam began, it is Muhammad was breaking away from the, the, the Christians, the, the, way, the things that they were doing that were wrong. So... Crusaders rose up to fight against What Christians were doing Martyrs that died People like Martin Luther were persecuted Martin Luther the reformer And this was in the name of the Bible They would read the Bible Slave owners owned slaves using the Bible They treated They, they took men from Africa and all over In the name of the Bible So if, if it is not Rema to you You can get it to say whatever you want it to say if it is not tremor to you, you can use the Bible for the very opposite that it was given. I want us to read 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20. We'll read it in the King James, then we will read it in, we'll read it in the Passion Translation.
1: Let's read in King James, verse 20 and 21. Knowing this first, that no, no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation, For the prophecy came not in in all time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That prophecy. Now, this prophecy he's talking about
0: is, is the word of God. If you read in the context there, he was talking about the word of God, like what we have, like the Bible. And he's saying that none of it was spoken by the will of man it didn't come from man but they were moved by the holy spirit let's read in the in the passion translation
1: you must understand this at the offset interpretation of of scriptural prophecy requires the holy spirit interpretation of scriptural prophecy or
0: interpretation
1: of scripture requires the holy spirit for it does not originate from someone's own imagination no true prophecy comes from human initiative but is is inspired by the moving of the holy spirit upon those who spoke the message that came from god yeah that they were inspired by the holy spirit
0: that is how they got this message from god the holy spirit moved upon them that's how they got this and this shows us that the author, the real author of Scripture is the Holy Spirit. The John, Peter, uh, Moses, these were the, trans, they were the scribes. They, were, they are the ones who transcribed. It is like many books we read today. You know, you read a book, let me say by a preacher, by a man of God. You read a book by Kenneth Hagin. But it does not necessarily mean that it is Kenneth Hagin who sat down and penned every word. At times, not all times, there are times it's that. But at times, these are books that somebody preached. He preached a sermon or he preached a series of sermons. Then somebody came, an editor, somebody came and wrote. He transcribed. He transcribed them and kept asking him, how should they be edited? How should I put it here? Like that. But when the book comes out, it does not have the name of the one who transcribed the book will read The Blessed Life by Robert Morris. But he will tell you he just spoke in an audio and a person got the recording and they wrote it. But it is still written by Robert Morris because the content came from him. So these that were writing scripture, content was not originally theirs. They were writing what the Holy Spirit gave. Now if we know that the Holy Spirit is the author of scripture, then who better to explain to us what scripture means. Who, who, is, who, is, who is more suited to explain to us or to give us interpretation of scripture? It is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps us to get it from logos into rhema. That is why it is so important for you to enjoy a fellowship, an active fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because like what he's telling the disciples, it is possible for you to read it and not come to me. If you read it and it does not lead you to me, that's religion. That's religion. If you read scripture and you just know it, but many times we read scripture and we say, you see, that's the Bible. We are talking about reality. That's what we call religion. If there is Bible and reality, that is religion. The Bible is meant to become our reality. When God was giving this word, it was to affect our reality because it is real. That is why Peter says we did not believe cunningly devised fables. Just a few scriptures above, above, above where we've been reading. He says we did not believe cunningly devised fables. These scriptures that we read are not cunningly devised fables. Somebody was telling me today how they were sharing a testimony with another person, about something awesome that God can do. And they were showing them it's here in the Bible. And the other person is like, no, that's foolish. It cannot be. Because due to the fall of man, the devil has propagated his his lies. And man, humanity has believed these lies so much that when we bring the word of God, it seems to be fiction. It seems not to be reality. But as you read from Scripture you realize that these things that we are reading in Scripture were real-life moments, were real experiences. When they say, a virgin shall conceive, and a virgin conceived and gave birth to Jesus, these are things that happened in real time. One time I saw an atheist here in Kenya uh, debating on, 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 on TV. He was debating with, 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 a, with a certain minister. And, you know, I listened to that atheist, and I thought either he's paid to do what he does, but I felt like if I sat in his seat to debate the preacher, I would do a better job as an atheist. I would debate better. I had I- I better facts. You see, some of the facts he was he was trying to give is that there is no history recording of Jesus' existence. And I thought that is so simple. You can just Google on your phone. Nowadays, you can even borrow data. You don't need to have you don't need to have data to just find out some of these facts. But you see, history proves. These experiences were there. The children of of Israel went through the Red Sea and Egyptians drowned in the Red Sea. And those remains, archaeologists found the remains of the chariots and, and other things. All these things happened. So the Bible is meant to be reality. But it is not just going to be reality unless the Holy Spirit opens our eyes to see and understand what it is all about. That is where faith is going to come from. I've always shared this testimony with you. That when I got healed, when I was, when I was in high school and I got healed of sinusitis, I knew by his stripes I was healed. I knew 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes I was healed. Isaiah 53, by his stripes we are healed. Who took our infirmities? He bore our infirmities. I knew all this. But it did not mean that I was okay. It had never become revelation to me. It had never released that faith it's meant to release in me because it had never become revelation. So that day, the day that I was healed and all the pain went, it became a reality. And when it became a reality, I didn't need to first check the symptoms. I didn't need to to check if I was okay. I did. I just knew this... When when revelation comes, it is beyond physical assessment. It is beyond any empirical assessment that you can do. Revelation comes and you know and you know. I believe that is what happened to people like Moses when he's standing at the Red Sea and he tells them, be still and you shall see the salvation of the Lord. When he tells them, be still, and they have the Red Sea and they have the Egyptian army pursuing them, man, by the time you have that confidence... There is something you've seen that is greater than this. He didn't even test. We are not told in the Bible that Moses tried to step on the altar to see if they would walk on it. As in, how did he know? Rema came. When God spoke to him, it came as Rema and it birthed faith. When it birthed faith, every obstacle ceases to live. We, 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 we sing the hymn and say, we, we say, put your eyes upon Jesus yeah, put your eyes upon Jesus. Look, look at his what? Cast your eyes upon Jesus. Look into his wonderful face. And remember, but he says that as you look there, the things of this world will grow strangely dim. They grow strangely dim. They fade away. That is what happens even right now as you're hearing the word of God. Some things that you've been believing for, maybe it's a healing in your body. But now you start meditating on, by his stripes I was healed. As it becomes rema, his word, the death and the price that Jesus paid for you, and the stripes he received, what he paid for you to be free from sickness, becomes an overwhelming reality. In that moment, you don't need to fast check whether the pain is there or not, to know that it is a reality. It becomes a reality. It is the same thing with peace. How do many of us have peace in this time where everything seems to be uncertain? We don't know when our businesses are going to open. We don't know when churches are opening. We don't know when schools are opening. How can we have such peace? Because the rema that we have received is an overwhelming reality superseding Everything going on around us, no matter how contrary it is. This can only come by the Holy Spirit highlighting scripture to us, by the Holy Spirit making the word of God a reality to us. The Pharisees missed Jesus reading scriptures. I've had many people today who forfeit the blessings and promises that God has for them using the bible using scriptures using logos i've had people who read the word of god and say may your will be done if it is your will to heal if it is not to heal and they forfeit god's will is always to heal I'll talk about that when we are talking about healing. There are some There, there are summons some, on YouTube have spoken about healing. But many things that we are not sure of. There are many people who struggle with the knowledge of, can I really be free? Can I really be sure that I have a place in heaven? Can I be sure of eternity? Many people are not sure of that. It may not just come. Just by reading it or just by hearing it from someone. The Holy Spirit is the one that makes it a reality to you. That is why, even when preaching, as a preacher, you need the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Spirit. When I was young, I used to wonder why a certain preacher used to listen to Reinhard Bonkey. And Reinhard Bonkey didn't sound deep. He didn't sound Reinhard Bonkey, I attended a crusade, and Reinhard Bonke, he 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 just says God is going to heal you. He says if he died for you, by his stripes you are healed. Now everyone who is sick, do this and do this. Then there are preachers I listen to who speak about healing. They give you an exegesis about healing. As in they will tell you this and this, the Greek word for healing, the Hebrew word for healing, the Latin word for healing, the Swahili word for healing. They will, they will give you everything about healing. Then people leave the meeting still, not believing that they can be healed. I just wonder, what's the difference? The Holy Ghost is the one that makes the difference. Scripture, The Holy Spirit did not speak Hebrew or Greek. The writers are the ones that spoke Hebrew or Greek. And they wrote in a language that people would be able to read because it is necessary for people to get the logos before they get the rhema. But the Holy Spirit spoke in the Spirit. In the Spirit, there is no Greek, there is no Hebrew. If God had limited the Bible to Hebrew and Greek, it would be very unfair. It would be very unfair. It would be very unfair. My grandmother knows nothing to do with Greek or Hebrew. Nothing. But she can read that Bible and get results. The Holy Spirit is for everyone, not just scholars. And it is so interesting that when Jesus came, He chose a bunch of fishermen, tax collectors, not Pharisees. I think just to show that the wisdom of this world is foolishness to him. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they turned this world upside down. So wherever you are, you're not at a disadvantage. The Holy Spirit is there for you. Whenever you read the word of God, ask him. Tell him, Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. Jesus said, when you come, you will teach us. You are the helper. He said, when you come, he said, the helper will come. Help me understand scripture. Give me revelation. I like that. I like when I'm reading the letters of Paul. Maybe I'm reading Philippians. I tell him, Holy Spirit, what was going on in. How did Paul feel? as he was writing this letter what holy emotions were going on through him what, what, what was his intention of writing this scripture then he gives you revelation that way he gives you revelation and when that revelation comes faith that is how faith is birthed so we can move from logos to rema. that is where the real power is that is where the real power is he told them you error not knowing scripture, neither the power they are in. That is a great insult to Pharisees. Pharisees were known by everyone. No, imagine whichever country you're in. Imagine if all the archbishops were gathered. All the doctors of theology were gathered the, in, in whichever the biggest religious institute in, in your country. They were gathered and put in a boardroom or at a state house of your president who is not a Christian at all and the president tells them the problem with you doctors of theology is that you don't know scripture that is what Jesus was telling the Pharisees when I mean, they were born to explain scripture they lived their whole lives to explain scripture but Jesus is telling them you do not know scripture that's why you error in other words you cannot logos and not know scripture you cannot the written word you can quote it you can speak it you can write it everywhere and not know scripture and not know scripture. Why? Because it is only by the Holy Ghost that we get to know scripture. Look at Paul's example. Paul was a Pharisee. He says a Pharisee of the uh, A Pharisee of the Pharisees, meaning Cream de la Cream, the top among the Pharisees. That was Paul, and this time he was called Saul. But when the Holy Ghost came upon him on, his, on the way to Damascus, when he encountered Jesus, went to Ananias' place, got filled with the Holy Spirit, his interpretation of Scripture changed. He now knew Scripture. He says, I persecuted the church in ignorance. He was ignorant. Now the Holy Spirit helped him understand the very Scriptures he used to persecute the church, to persecute Jesus. He was now using to proclaim Jesus. That is what the Holy Spirit does. That is why it is so important for you as a child of God. So important for you to rely on the Holy Spirit. To rely on the Holy Spirit. And for every preacher to rely on the Holy Spirit. Rely on the Holy Spirit more than you rely on books. Rely on the Holy Spirit more than you rely on your studies. They are so important. But it is better. It is better to have To rely on the Holy Spirit, even without any preparation. There are times I've got myself having to preach without preparing. It's very important to prepare. I'm not saying it's an excuse not to prepare. This that I'm preaching, I prepared. I'm not saying it's it's useless to prepare. But there are people who have relied on preparation. This is ministry. You're speaking life. People, you, 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 you want lives transformed by the power of God. This is not, this is not a presentation to a business community. This is not, this is not a presentation of a, in a company, to a group in your company. It's not a presentation to, to, to poets or to literature students. It, it's, 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 it's not that. When you're preaching, ministry is this. Ministry is meeting the needs of humanity by the word of God. That is ministry. That you're using the word of God to meet the needs of humanity. Some of those needs are freedom from guilt, peace, forgiveness, healing, financial freedom. And you see, by you just standing here and speaking does not mean a person will be healed it does not mean a person will get freedom from sin or addiction it requires the holy spirit that is why the bible says in it's first uh, peter chapter 4 verse 11 from verse 11 first peter 4 11.
1: he let's read it we can read it if any man speak let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. Yeah? If any man minister, let him do it. Let him do it as of the ability which God giveth that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Yeah, that as
0: as you speak, speak as of the oracles of God, as you minister, as with the ability that God gives, that glory may go to him. That ability that he gives is that ability to transform lives. There are many testimonies that we've seen in this ministry. And you see, when you recount these testimonies, you see God's ability and you give glory to God. Because you look at some of these things and you're like, humanly, this would not be possible. No preparation would have birthed such a testimony. No amount of preparation without the Holy Spirit. So even when preparing, you prepare with the Holy Spirit. You see, I've done some Bible school, I've done done homiletics. I know homiletics. But you say, I can't just rely on homiletics. As I do my homiletics, I rely on the Holy Spirit. Because at the end, I want you who is listening, you who is transformed, you, you who, is, who is in your home, to be transformed. If I'm speaking about going from Logos to Rema, that is what I want. I, I, I want it to become a reality. I want to hear that testimony. And that can only by, be by the Holy Spirit. That, like, I can't transform a life that way i have laid hands on people and the power of God came upon them and from that moment in that instant addiction was broken somebody who has been a drunkard how do you explain that how long can you prepare for that how much are you going to talk that Right now, we, we, we have somebody in, in, in a rehabilitation, a good Christian rehabilitation, and it's taking its IAS program to get them through this program. So what of this one who got instantly, a minute, and that has to be the power of God. That is not, it is not just talking. Because in all these rehabilitations, definitely they use talking. But it is not that instant. And it does not guarantee the results still. It is the Holy Spirit who makes scripture a reality. From the end of a minister, ministering to people, it has to be Rhema to you. Then as you communicate, the Holy Spirit opens their eyes, opens their understanding. You see this many times when Jesus in the Bible, and their eyes were opened, and their eyes were opened. It's not that these guys were blind. It's not that these guys were not seeing. They're walking with him on the way to Emmaus. So if he's seeing and their eyes were opened, and they perceived that it was him. It is not that their physical eyes were, were closed. It is not that they were blind. They were walking. They led him to their house. So as the word is being ministered by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, your eyes are opened. You see things you've never seen. You see scripture. You hear scripture that you've been reading and you hear it in another light. And results are birthed in you. That is why sometimes it has just been during a preaching, during a teaching, and somebody stands up, they are healed. Somebody gets to know they are never going to be bound by something just during the preaching. Not that they had never read the scripture. And when you realize this, you will see that Rema goes beyond. Just it is definitely Rema. Rema is in the walls. It's in the confines of logos, of the written word of God. But Rema is also, it can be to more details than the logos. I came to Kenya in 2014. God led me here, and God told me how I was to start a ministry here. I've never read that in the Bible. Even in the book where the name Benjamin is many times, there is no time that Benjamin is told, you will go to Kenya and you will stay in Kenya. That comes by Rema. And this Rema is needed. There are going to be times, you see, you, there are times you're going to be doing something, but you need, you need the Rema word. There are times your relative is going to call you. They're going to tell you, and they, oh, he's sick, he's this. But you will need the Rema word. I think last year, but one, I, I was with somebody from our ministry. I'd gone to minister to somebody that was sick in Nakuru. Nakuru is a, a, a place here in Kenya. And in that hospital there was somebody the doctors didn't know what was happening to that person. They could not they could not diagnose. the person was weak, had headaches and what. And you see in that instant, revelation came to me about this guy's condition. We prayed about it, addressing it directly. the next day he was discharged. In that moment, in that instant, that whatever revelation god gave me about this situation it was revelation backed by the word of god but it was not a specific detail that i would read in Matthew and get that is what that is what Rema is for and that is what Rema does it brings that faith that is why we believe in work of knowledge words of knowledge words of knowledge if I'm in a meeting, maybe ministering to people and give words of knowledge. Words of knowledge are rema words because it, it is not something that you've made up. It is not something that you've you, you've thought about. And as you give a word of knowledge, revelation comes to this person. And when revelation comes to that person, their faith is stirred up. Words of knowledge help faith. Faith comes up in a person. Faith comes up to to, to receive that that God has already given. That God has already given to them. So this has happened many times. There is somebody still a member here. One time we were praying in. God spoke to me something about their mother. So I telling him, your mom might want to move to go to this city to relocate there, but it is not the right place to go and this and this. This is like many months ago, but is it a word of knowledge or it's a prophecy? So just last week or two weeks ago, last week I think, the mother comes up and says the exact thing. She wants to go here. But now this, Person already knew God had already spoken about that, so she had faith in suggesting to the mother about another option. She had faith that that option would work because God had already spoken about it. So Rema had come, had faith. Maybe if that Rema had not come, it, it would be a bit, it would be a bit, a bit challenging to believe. How will we be sustained if we stay here, or something like that? And that is what. Happens many times in prophecy. It is that Rema comes. You may be believing for something. Somebody is believing for something. And maybe God has given it to you as an inner witness. But at times when you hear the Rema word. Either you get it in a dream. Or some other person gives it to you. There is an excitement. A holy excitement that comes up. That stirs your faith. To take a hold of that. That God has already said for you. It is the same way you, you. Jesus. Jesus called Nathanael And you see how Nathanael was all over Jesus He was willing to believe in this Jesus Because of what had happened That is so important So Rema is so important Don't stop at Logos Don't be like the Pharisees Experience God Faith is for us to experience the reality of God Faith is not for us just to quote scriptures And cram them and say I live by faith No, it is that As it is in heaven Let it be on earth it becomes our reality here. That we live that life of reigning. I've preached as someone on reigning in life, reigning in life, and as someone on eternal life, you should go watch those ones. But we, he called us to reign in life. He called us to live above this world. You know, we, we, we sing the hymn, the hymn, it's called, uh, uh, is it on higher ground? No, I don't know, but there's a part that says, there's a part that says, I want to live. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Plant my feet on farm ground. And there's a part that says, I want to live above this world. I want to live above this world. You can live above this world, but that is only by faith. That is only by faith, which comes from Rema. Jesus lived above this world. Peter lived above this world. Paul lived above this world. That is why Peter... Walked out of prison one time. Chains, an angel showed up. Chains fell off his hands, shackles off his feet, and he walked. Doors opened on their own accord for Peter. And yet, when we read, he also he led himself. He gave himself over to be killed. This man lived above the world. If, it, if, if, he had not, if, if he didn't live in this life of faith, this rhema, maybe that time he would be like, oh, the other time I got out of prison, this time I'm going to be killed. Where is this God? God has left me. This man lived above the world. That is why he says, we've not seen him. Yet we rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Somebody may come to you and ask you, this Jesus you talk about, have you ever seen him? Do you have his photo somewhere? Do you have, no, 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 no. no? We live above this world. this world. This world lives on physical evidence, photos, thumb, uh, thumbprints and all that. There's a reality that supersedes that. And the reality that supersedes that controls that. This is what happens when you get the rema. You can't stop at the Logos, child of God. If for a long time you've been stopping at Logos, maybe you're wondering, why is my life so powerless? Why am I like the Pharisees? Not knowing the word of God, neither the power therein. These were scholars of the word, but Jesus said, you don't know, and you don't know the power therein, because they were not walking in rema. Faith is there in that place.